Hello there, and welcome to the Wondertooth Podcast with Dr. Saad. This will be our weekly episode. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are having your best year ever. This is Dr. Saad, the founder of Dent Blanche Dental, the best luxury dental spa in the U.S., and she will be your host. Dr. Saad will take you to the secrets and wonders of having an incredible smile, as well as healthy teeth and an overall health. She will give you some tips to make sure our podcast is rocking and rolling. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello, and welcome to our new episode of the Wonder Tooth podcast. Uh, it's the holiday season. Uh, everybody wants to have a nice white smile when we meet family and friends and we have those nice gatherings, you know, um, with the rest of the family. So I know that teeth whitening, it's a very big deal. Uh, for a lot of our patients specifically and in general for, you know, the public. Um, we get a lot of patients who are not happy, not with the shape of their teeth, but with the color of their teeth. They want a little boost and uh, they try to, you know, try to put some darker lipstick. But then if it's not, you know, into fashion, the newer, you know, the more uh, neutral um, lipstick now is in fashion. So it makes their teeth look a little bit yellower or darker. Now, let's talk about the teeth color to begin with. So not everybody has really white teeth. You're not born with white teeth. Some people, you know, um, have a little lighter color uh, other than others. But the general, really, it's um, the shade of the teeth can gradually um, increase or decrease on the grayer shade, which we as dentists look into it as the C shade or into the yellower shade, which is the A shade, A1, A2, O3, or in the, if it's more, um, a bit, you know, a little bit of yellow and gray, that goes under the D shade. So if you go to the dentist and you want to know, okay, what's, you know, the shade of my color, first we have to look at the, the, the color of your teeth. Does it go under the A category or the D or the C? And there are also the B category, which is more like... Um, darker yellow. Some patients, they have two tones in their teeth, like a two-tone color, like the top part could be more grayish, and then the bottom part of the tooth can be a little bit more yellowish. These are not the easiest one to actually uh, whiten. And um, we're going to talk about different kinds of whitening, but I just want you all to go and look in the mirror and check the color of your teeth to see if it's like one monotone or if it's a two-tone or some patients actually have more than one tone in their, you know, their teeth color. Um, so we need to check on this. Then if you also have white spots, uh, so some patients, they have a little bit of hypocalcification in the enamel, which is like white, like white little spots which means that the enamel is a little bit weaker in these areas. So sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult to whiten, but at least when you get some whitening, it might have um, the teeth color or the shade kind of, it kind of blends in more, but the white spots cannot be totally eradicated with teeth whitening alone. There are other solutions, which I can actually talk about this in the next episode. If you guys are interested, just let me know in the comments. So what is better for me? rather than you or somebody else. Everybody has a um, different budget, different shade of their teeth, and different scenarios. For example, if you have uh, fillings or composite fillings on your front teeth, 
they will never get wider. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. If you have crowns, porcelain crowns or porcelain veneers on a couple of teeth and not the rest of your teeth, they will not get wider. They do not change color. Composite fillings, which is the white restorations, uh, porcelain crowns or veneers, uh, porcelain fused to metal crowns. So anything that is not natural will not change color. This is one thing. So I want you all to be aware of that. If you have white uh, fillings on your front teeth, they will not change color. So even if you get the whitening done, those fillings will not change color. Of course, there is a solution for this, but I just want you to understand that part. If you have uh, a couple of crowns on your front mm -hmm. teeth, they will not change color as well. Now, if you also had a root canal done in one of your front teeth, these are very hard to change the color. There is, for example, a lot of patients like, okay, you were a kid, you fell on your front tooth, you got a root canal done, and now the tooth is changing color and it's becoming more like darker yellow, almost like, like a yellowish brownish color almost. These are very hard to whiten. Sometimes we can do internal bleaching, which I'm going to touch base on that, but it's not very successful. So there is two different kinds of bleaching now or whitening. Don't use the bleach. Don't use the, you know, the Clorox bleach. That doesn't work, guys. This is a killer. Do not use it. We're talking about whitening, which is bleaching the teeth. Has different um, concentrations, has different material that we're going to use. But first, there is internal bleaching and there is external bleaching. So internal bleaching, this is when you have a root canal done. So there is no nerve in the tooth, which means um, the tooth, you know, the nerve is dead. And usually if it's in a front tooth, we usually, you know, uh, drill from the back, from the inside of the tooth. We make a little hole and where we go, do the your root canal. So if you have that little hole still, or if, if, even if it's covered with a white filling or a filling in general, we can remove that filling and put some nascent oxygen. It's um, some sort of whitening. This is called internal bleaching, which means it goes inside the tooth, not on the outside like the external bleaching. So we put some, you know, whitening products inside in hoping that it will change the shade of the tooth from, you know, from the outside or it's going to make it a little bit lighter. Is it very successful? Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So I just want everybody to be aware of that. And what would you do if the internal bleaching is not working because the external bleaching is not going to work either if you have uh, a root canal tr treated tooth in the front? So the best option for that specific tooth, if the internal bleaching is not going to work, put a crown or put a veneer and try to match the rest of your teeth. However, let's say, okay, my teeth are a little bit yellower in general, but that front tooth is even darker and I don't like the color of my teeth in general. So what would you do? First, get your whitening done. Get the external bleaching or the external whitening done first. Then try to match Go to the dentist, let them try to match the color of your front tooth to the rest of your already whitened teeth. This is the only way to kind of fix this if you really want to have some white teeth. Now, same thing goes if you have um, some filling or front filling or if you have caps already existing there, that's going to be very hard to actually match. Because if, they, if the crowns or the veneers are, let's say, on one tooth or two teeth in the front, 
if they are the same color as your existing dentition, the rest of your teeth, this is going to be very hard because then you're going to have to remove those veneers or those caps and read, have them, you know, have them redone uh, to match the teeth that are whitened. So I always tell our patients, if you are planning to have, um, if you need a crown or a filling on your front tooth, the first question that would come out of my mouth, are you planning to whiten your teeth? They would say yes. And I say, when? Is it something soon or you're going to wait like five years from now? Because, you know, everybody, you know, has their own agendas. So if they say, oh, I want to get it done like now, especially before the holidays, I would say, okay, we're going to need to whiten your teeth first. Then we're going to match the color of the filling or um, the crown or whatever to the already whitened teeth. Okay, did you get that, guy? This is very important. If you are going to get a filling on your front tooth or a couple of your front teeth, or if you're getting crowns on your front tooth or a couple of teeth in the front or veneers in the two front teeth, not the rest of your mouth, not the whole mouth, basically, or your smile design, you need to get some whitening done first. If you are really planning of having, you know, a white, bright smile. So this is very important. Okay, so now we spoke about the internal bleaching versus external bleaching. We understand that internal bleaching is for people who have a root canal already done in one of the front teeth and it's not getting whiter. Now, we're going to talk about different kinds of whitening. Of course, and this is very important, before you get any teeth whitening, you have to have your dentition, your oral hygiene already stable. What does that mean? Like if you have gum disease, don't go and tell the dentist, ah, I want some whitening now. Okay, well, what about the gum disease, the foundation, guys? Please, we are here to help you, but we are also here to help you take care of your health first. Then we'll take care of the cosmetics right after. We don't mind that, but please let us help you to keep, you know, a good health, good oral health. This is really why we became dentists or why we became doctors in the first place. We have to help you achieve your health first to the optimum then we'll do whatever whitening you want whatever veneers you want but first the foundation has to be clean imagine you are building the biggest skyscraper in the world and you put all those beautiful like glass and oh my god it's something very luxurious but then there is water underneath the whole thing is gonna collapse and that's what i tell the patients so please if you need some gum treatment to be done if you have broken teeth that needs to be removed, if you have very big cavities that needs to be fixed, and I'm talking in the back, not in the front, they have to be done before you get some whitening, please. Now, if you have a small filling in the front, because I don't want you to tell, okay, she's say, talking like, you know, this is very controversial now. If you have a small filling in the front that can wait until you get your whitening done within the same week, then get the whitening done first, then get the filling fixed right after so that we can match the color, okay? If you have a broken tooth, like, oh my God, it's broken, I don't know what to do, it needs to be fixed right away, here's what I tell the patients. We are going to put a cut, like a crown that's like a shade or two, little lighter, a tiny little bit lighter, not much because I don't know when you're going to come back for the whitening, and then we're going to do the whitening right after. And we're going to stop where the matching, you know, where the, you know, the, the, the rest of your teeth are matching that crown. Okay. And I wouldn't do that on the front tooth. I would do it maybe on the canines on the side, you know, your eye teeth or maybe a premolar on the side, not in the front tooth. So it's very important. So 
First, we talked about internal bleaching versus external bleaching. Second, we spoke about the different shades of the teeth in general. And if you have white spots versus you have a two-tone uh, of, you know, of the teeth color, or if it's just a monotone, and um, if you have the foundation is clean. Let's say, okay, everything is good. I have good oral hygiene. Everything is beautiful. My teeth are clean. Now we can talk about whitening. Now, what are the main difference between over-the-counter and um, the professional whitening products? So over-the-counter, there is a lot of them. Um, there, is, there are the toothpaste, of course. There are the whitening strips. And there are some uh, whitening gel uh, that you can do like a custom tray. Like, not even a custom tray. You can just put like a stock tray and put some gel in it. Then there are uh, also the newer ones, which is you still have to get them through um, a professional uh, provider, which is the one that you, um, I'm not going to say names of brands because I'm not really affiliated with anyone, but there are the ones that you have the little light comes, it comes with a little light and you put it in your mouth and you just kind of do it on your own at home. Then there are the professional ones the ones that are done in the office, and then there are the ones that are also um, kind of the boost of the professional ones, which is the, the one with the custom trays, and then we give you the gel. First of all, if you have very sensitive teeth to begin with, teeth whitening might not be a very good option for you, not all of them, but some of them. So you have to be very aware of that. Like, for example, if you drink... Um, hot tea or if you walk outside in the, like a cold day and you know the cold air kind of hits your teeth and you feel ouch something is hurting me or if you eat an ice cream and something is hurting you you need to get that checked first before you decide to go in the whitening um, mode uh, because sometimes if you have some gum recession that can become very painful if you do the over-the-counter whitening and I'm not just saying that because I'm a dentist. No, it's because this is really true. If you have some gum recession and part of the root of your of your tooth root is exposed, the nerve endings are there. And if they are already irritated, any whitening products, whether the ones in the office, in the professional ones, or the one that you buy from the store, if things are not isolated properly, they can literally go on that root part and cause some excruciating severe sensitivity there. So be aware of that, please. If you have some really sensitive teeth, I wouldn't get over-the-counter whitening products, period. Okay? Because how do they work? We're going to talk about this now. So some of the, especially the toothpaste, these are, um, they have mild abrasives in them which means there are like, how do the whitening in the toothpaste work? They have b basically like particles, and those particles starts to remove the outer layer, the stained layer of the enamel, little by little. Okay, well now we have a nice fresh layer now, and teeth are white. But remember this, if you can you know, continue to do this over and over, that layer of the enamel is going to get a little bit thinner, which is going to start to show the layer underneath it, which is the dentin. And the dentin is mostly yellower. That's one. But two, the enamel is protecting the actual dentin because the dentin has the, in, the dentinal tubules in it. 
which uh, basically very tiny little denticles of nerve endings are there. So if you overdo any whitening products over the counter ones, you are basically putting yourself at risk of getting the enamel much thinner. And this is when you start to see through. You know, a lot of patients, they come and say, I don't know what happened to my teeth, but I start to kind of see through them. They look like as if they are transparent. Yes, they are. And they are really transparent because the thicker uh, layer of the enamel is getting much thinner now because you guys are kind of abusing them with those, you know, the abrasives. So this is how tooth, I'm not saying all of them are the same, but that's mostly how toothpaste uh, whitening products work. Now, there are also the whitening strips. So the whitening strip, they have a certain uh, percentage of, um, you know, peroxide. Um, once again, you have to be very careful if you have sensitive teeth or basically reduced, like receding gums and um, part of the, um, the roots are showing or uh, basically, um, you know, when you put your nail, like just put it that way, if you put your nail and you're going to start to feel that there is a little step between uh, the tooth and the gum, this is not okay. That means that you're overbrushing, you're, um, maybe you might be having some sleep apnea, you're overgrinding your teeth, you might be having um, a clenching problem or grinding problem, or you're just scrubbing your teeth too hard. So now that little bit of layer that's protecting the area, it's gone. And if the liquid or the gel sits on that area, that can become very sensitive. So now we spoke about the toothpaste and how it works. And um, now we're going to talk about the gel or um, the ones that are basically in stock trays. So stock tray means um, it's a little uh, tray that can fit into anybody's mouth. Um, and there is a gel that's sitting inside of it. I still wouldn't use it if you have some sensitive t teeth to begin with. Um, some people, which sometimes we would recommend our patients to do this, to kind of combat, you know, the sensitivity. Start using sensitive toothpaste. I'm not going to say names, but like really good sensitive toothpaste for like two weeks before using any, you know, whitening products. And now we're getting into, you know, the holidays and Christmas and New Year. So maybe you should start now. If you have sensitive teeth and you are planning to have some whitening done soon, get some sensitive toothpaste and try to use it for the first, you know, for a couple of weeks. If you have trays to begin with, um, you know, um, you had uh, some sort of aligners done or you have a retainer or something, sometimes you can put the toothpaste in it and let it sit on your teeth for like a minute or two before you rinse it off. It actually kind of helps um, neutralize your um, the dentinal tubules a little bit. So it makes the teeth less sensitive. So this is one um, way of getting, you know, getting some whitening if you have some sensitive teeth. If you have a lot of sensitive teeth, I would just stay away from whitening, period. Um, what's the difference now between the toothpaste, we know how it works, the, the whitening strip, so basically they have a little bit of gel, the peroxide, and it kind of helps uh, doing external bleaching of your teeth. Then there are the stock trays, which are also over-the-counter, or you can buy them from some of the dental offices as well, which is a little tray that you put it in your mouth, and it has the gel already in it. The only problem with all of these products is they do not cover the gums. 
Do you guys understand me? They can go and leach on the gums and then cause some um, sensitivity, but also sometimes they can cause, you know, they can cause the gum to be looking like if it's raw. And we have seen that. And it's not a pretty sight and it can be very um, painful. Now, there are also those um, whitening products that you can buy from the dentist or um, you can, some of them you can buy, but I wouldn't recommend you guys buying something like from overseas. You don't know what's in it. If you're really going to get something, try to go get it from, you know, someone that you really trust, which is going to be your dentist. And this is going to be definitely cheaper uh, on a cheaper version rather than, you know, getting the professional whitening. But it's still better to get it from, you know, a trusted source. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't go and get it from eBay or God knows what's in these products. And you might get some reaction to it. I had some patient had some allergic reaction to some of the material. We don't even know what's in it. And um, it's not good because the whole mouth, basically, it becomes really raw. So please, please stay away from getting stuff that we don't know what's in the material, like what's the material that's really in it. Um, now, there are the ones that are the professional whitening. Why they are different than the other ones? So the professional whitening, if you look at some of the pictures that we post sometimes on our social media, it's very important to isolate the gums. And it's very important to isolate the area if you have some receding gums there too. You like, you know, those little areas, we call them like erosion or abrasion, which is basically if you put your nail and you can feel a little step just above um, the gum line, just in that little area. So we have to isolate this because this is where the nerve endings are. Then basically how we do it, we have to isolate the lips first. And then we put some, a lot of like uh, isolating material around the lips from outside. We have to put some uh, lip balm that um, also has some SPF coverage. And then we um, cover the gums. We, um, we cover the area that's on top of the gums, which is the fold. You know, we call it the vestibule, which is the fold uh, going to the lips. We have to cover that as well because we use some pretty strong um, UV light. Then we start to put um, the, the gel, the whitening gel. And usually they are like around four sessions. Each session is like 15 minutes. And uh, we put that fresh layer of gel. And how does the lay, the, that gel works? So it produces nascent oxygen. It gets activated by the, uh, by the UV light. And it becomes nascent oxygen, which basically gets in the outer layer of the tooth going in. And this is how the tooth becomes more bleached. It becomes whiter. And this is permanent. And basically, you leave the office with white teeth. So there are usually four sessions. Each session is 15 minutes. So we put a fresh layer. And then after the 15 minutes, we remove that layer. And then we put another fresh layer. There are also, there are also like um, different settings for uh, how strong we want that light to be. Some patients, they want... Their, you know, the teeth to be like maybe not too white, you know, especially if they're a little bit, you know, on the older uh, age group, they want, you know, like maybe a couple of shades lighter. So we have less intensity. So we have more control over the, the light that's actually going to activate the nascent oxygen. But some patients, especially, you know, the younger generation, they want like really white teeth. So we can go sometimes five or six shades lighter. 
So imagine if you are looking in the mirror right now and you're looking at your teeth and be like, oh, my teeth are more on the grayish scale. Let me see how that's going to go. It can go literally to a bleaching shade, bleaching like white bleaching shade. And we're not talking about just the two front teeth. We're talking about all the top and bottom teeth. And how does it work? It works by the activation of the UV light. Now, the different concentration also in the material, like in the gel uh, that's used in the office is like 22%, um, 22% the concentration. The one that you get at the dentist office, like that's a stock tray, it's sometimes like between 14 to 15%. So th there is a big difference there. And there is also um, the boost that you can get after you get the professional uh, whitening, which is we get you some custom trays. And that's usually maybe not right away, maybe after eight or nine months sometimes, you know, um, with, you know, like coffee and tea and wine. The teeth can basically lose, you know, their their brightness. So you can get those custom trays and then we give you the professional um, take home whitening gel. And then we teach you how to do it. It's very simple and it just kind of boosts because your teeth, they already kind of, they were white. We just kind of boost that, um, that whitening again into the teeth, the, the nascent oxygen. So yeah, that's really it. But I would recommend if you have, uh, as I said, some sensitivity to begin with, you really need to look into using some sensitive toothpaste. And if you have you know, fillings on your front teeth, you have to also look into that. Um, now, why is the, um, the the whitening that's done in the dental office is far more superior? Because there are few things. It's not just about um, the concentration, but also the fact that we can control the amount of light, that's the intensity of the light that's going in, um, then we also can control the isolation of those certain areas. And the fact that you leave, like, you know, I had a patient actually last week, he's getting married next week. So this is a big thing, you know. Of course, you know, everybody wants to have a beautiful smile when you're getting married. Or if you have a big event or, you know, a big party coming up. Um, so the superiority of the professional whitening is you leave with white teeth on a spot right away. The other ones, it takes time. Sometimes it takes three weeks. Sometimes it takes six weeks. And you're just buying the material. So if you really add up, it kind of get close to if you're getting professionally done anyway. Um, I mean, that's it really for today. Uh, as I said, it's just kind of like a conclusion. There are different um, whitening products. The toothpaste, which we understand, it's um, they have abrasives inside of them. And there are the strips, which is, you know, a little layer of peroxide. I wouldn't recommend you guys also um, trying to swish around with the hydrogen peroxide straight. Um, it's good for infection. Uh, it's good if you kind of dilute it with a little bit of water before uh, rinsing with it. But because this is also like you don't want to swallow that. That's for sure. Then there are the um, over-the-counter, um, you know, stock trays with some gel into them. As I said, the concentration is much lower than the one that's professionally done at the dental office. So it can take you a lot longer to actually to reach the desired results. And then there is the in-office 
um, whitening, which is, uh, we spoke about this and we spoke why it's more superior than the others because of the concentration, but because also the time and the fact that we can um, tailor it to be customly fitting your needs. As I said, if you have like one uh, crown that's on the front and it's a little lighter, we can match the color. Um, if you do whitening um, over the counter, it doesn't work that way. And lastly, there are the, um, the take-home kits, which is uh, we make you a custom tray that you can actually keep forever as long as your, you know, your teeth are not shifting and you can just buy the gel from the dental professional and you're good to go. With that being said, I uh, wish you all a happy holiday season and uh, don't forget to brush and floss and uh, take care of your teeth so that they can take care of you. Okay, and um, have a wonderful holiday season, everybody. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our weekly podcast. This show wouldn't really be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please leave us a comment on Instagram at rodwasad underscore DMD. The link is in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, if you take care of your teeth, your teeth will take care of you. Keep smiling with Dr. Saad.